What's popping, everybody? And welcome back to the IKTR podcast. I know that's right. And listen, it is um, March the 28th, 2022. It is the night after the Oscars. And what a night the Oscars were. Leaving us with so many things on our lips. Except for Chris Rock, because he just got slapped off stage. Baby, let's talk about it. <laughs> Woo! Will Smith is um present at the oscars like so many of the people that we love in film and um chris rock who was the host last night made some jokes he made a gi jane joke pertaining to jada picky's hair and baby that went from a ha 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 to what the hell are we currently watching wrestlemania like i thought that was on april 2nd or 3rd like shout out to wwe but literally, it went from being one of the most, um, probably the most unexpected moment in television history, just about. I mean, I know we're still gasping and in shock and awe about Kanye interrupting Taylor Swift and honoring Beyonce. But baby, this is far worse. He didn't put his hands on somebody. So let's walk through this, right? A couple of years ago, um, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith were boycotting the Oscars. Chris Rock, who was the host at the time, cracked a few jokes. Ha, ha, ha. Um, fast forward, you know, we have Red Table Talk. Um, things came to light regarding Jada Pinkett and August Alcina's relationship and how Will felt about that and, and their marriage, right? It left a lot of people in question for so many years. Everybody said, oh, they have an open marriage. They do what they want to do. They do blah, 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 blah. And um, this situation with August Alcina definitely shed the light on that to where Jada had to call herself to the table. And then there was an episode to where she had to call. Um, Will was there as well. And they got to discuss their marriage and how things work in their relationship. So we learned so much about them. And it left everybody with one word, entanglement. And we all were entangled in this web of... I, don't even, I can't even say lies, deception, and deceit, but I am going to say hurt. It seemed like a web of hurt. And not only on August's end, because, you know, you can look at his perspective being so many things. He's the younger man who's dating or involved with Jada. Chad is just so much to unpack right there. Just how they even describe their relationship. And, and before this was even addressed, social media, when they used to post and hang out, you know, it was always said in the whispers of the wind that they always had something going on or they were very close. You know what I'm saying? So that's always been a conversation. But then for it to hit the table with, you know, he was at the house and that he was very close with the family and that Will knew about it. It was just so much to unpack. And so when we watched that episode of Red Table Talk with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, they're sitting there and you can see so many unspoken hurts in Will Smith's face like he was crying of course but there were so many other emotions that you can just tell were not yet addressed or that he didn't want to express but you could definitely see the hurt and the pain and embarrassment on his face so fast forward right to 2021 we still see you know we still see this thing being a thing people are still cracking jokes about it still have questions about it right still have concerns about it um, Will Smith, who just released the new show, um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, on a whole new scale to where we're, we're diving into his life or the character that he's created and the people that we've known to love. And that is a huge success. 
Um, he also is there in regards to, you know, winning an Oscar for the very first time, I believe. And, you know, it, you can really say what you want to say. Will Smith is talented, right? And he has done so much in his career. So you definitely respect the man of what he what what he's done and the great things that he's um, presented us with over the years from music to acting and entertainment. Um, but this was a huge night for him because he won Best Actor for the Oscar for King Richard. And that's the story talking about Venus and Serena's um, father and, 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 and their upbringing and things of that nature. So it was definitely a great body of art and work and him winning was definitely well worth deserved. So I don't want to take that away from the moment that he kind of took away from himself when, you know, Chris Rock is cracking this joke. They're sitting there front and center. And then he yells at Chris Rock and says, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Now, at this point, you know, we are we're in a room full of people who are millionaires, successful. They have overcome obstacles. They have been talked about. They have been lied on, misused, abused. They have been successful. They have overcome some of the most traumatizing and traumatic things in their life. And here they are sitting at the Oscars, black, white, yellow. Just everybody's here, right? And at this moment, Chris Rock is cracking a joke, calling Jada Pinkett Smith, um, G.I. Jane. And of course, if you look at the video, Jada Pinkett does not look like she's enjoying the joke at all. But hell, who really does when they are the butt of the joke? You know what I'm saying? If you've ever been in a, a comedy show or went to one just of a, in attendance, sometimes you are the target, um, whether you are dressed up, not dressed up, look a mess, look good. It just, you know, it's just at... It just depends on however the comedian, you know, sees fit to to tie you into their joke. So I get it. It doesn't always feel good to be made fun of or be the butt of jokes. However, on the flip side, like, isn't that something that all hosts have done? Also, you have to remember, like, Will has a history of being a rapper. He's also had he also has a history of acting. So a lot of times on the show, if you watch several shows, they're throwing shade at something that's current to where you're tied in and you get a joke that's like, oh, shit, okay, they talking about that. Oh, he just threw some shade on that. So that's something that's old as time. That's not something that's new. That's not something that's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it happened. Even Will and Jada have hosted the BET Awards and they've cracked jokes. So I get it. The joke did not feel good, of course. But was this really a valid reason to get on stage at the Oscars on live television, holler, scream, and slap this man when you also could be accused of doing the exact same thing? I know many people online had the discussion of, well, you know, Jada has made it um, very public that she had alopecia and her hair was falling off. So that's why she's bald. I totally get it. Alopecia is a real thing that a lot of people are dealing with. So I definitely can understand the sensitivity on that. However, on the flip side of it, in her own video that she posted, she said, at this point, the only thing I can do is laugh about it, right? So I get it, but that's her words. Um, on the flip side of that, because I know the discussion was, well, you know, this is a health situation or this is, you know, something really serious. Do you not think people's personal lives is something serious? Realistically, we all are experiencing life in our own time, in our own moments. 
but we don't know what the other person is going through you don't know exactly how sensitive somebody feels about their weight their look their makeup their appearance them breaking up with their ex them having to pay alimony you know them being dropped from labels songs not going platinum songs going platinum drug use it it's so many things that have been made fun of so i find it very funny to where now everybody is very sensitive about alopecia don't get me twisted i think i like i said again i understand the seriousness of, of what she's going through and how that's a real conversation hell my hair was coming out i'm at the end of 2020 so i totally understand but on the flip side does that give it the right or the room for us to just walk up and slap people hell let's be clear people who work nine to five jobs have bosses who are full of hell who have lied on them treated them like shit only for them to make i don't know forty thousand a year with some health insurance benefits overworked underpaid and yeah they not walking up just slapping people on customer service teachers policemen firefighters people who are you know nurses doctors a lot of these people are underpaid and disrespected but you don't see them slapping people and so i think in this moment yes i understand we love will smith but it goes back to the r kelly it goes back to the bill cosby we have got to start calling a spade a spade i don't think this had anything to do with protecting black women um she wasn't in danger if anything she was more humiliated by her husband that joke was over with she made her frown and we could have been on to the next person the next roast and toast just like as they have done when they have hosted award shows regardless on the issue or the topic you're not the person who is per you know pertaining to so of course it's easy for us to say oh well you know monique didn't feel nothing about when somebody said something about her way or, oh somebody didn't you know feel like that or oh tyler perry didn't feel away when somebody questioned his sexuality or, oh you know whatever whatever the situation is and scenarios from comedians or whatever you don't know what topic is serious to somebody and at the end of the day, we all have had moments to where we've wanted to slap people. But is that appropriate? Is that the right message that we're sending to our children to say, hey, you know what? When you are frustrated, when you feel like somebody is coming at your neck, especially when you're at um, a profound award show, when you have actually beat the odds, the thing to do is to slap them in the mouth. We all want to slap motherfuckers whether that be relatives whether that be friends former friends people you just know co-workers whatever a random bitch in walmart we all want to just walk up and slap people when we feel like somebody has came for us but really is that the adult thing to do is that really us learning from our lessons is that really progression is that really growth is that really your best advocate at that moment he could have done anything else but slap that man i don't think that was the moment at the time now i don't know their personal relationship i don't know how cool or close they are behind the scenes however i feel like with will being the person who's been the advocate of love and peace and finding your purpose and do what feels good and jada and them with these red table talks i would have thought that the appropriate thing to do would have been to wait and have a actual conversation to articulate themselves as millionaires as black men as examples and pillars of not only their community but people who we've watched on television for over three decades so i would think that that would be the route to take but to actually be disruptive out of a war show screaming out slapping somebody and then having to be controlled by some of the goats tyler perry denzel 
having to get this grown ass man together who is making executive decisions, who's bringing in billions of dollars, and who's actually a household name at this point. That's something I expect from some of the rappers. And the reason I have to even get on here and address this is because I think in a black culture, we pick and choose when things are appropriate. So let me put this in perspective for you. Had we been either at the Oscars or the BET Awards, and let's say Amigos came out, and let's be clear, they had their whole altercation back in the day with Joe Budden. It was so many people online, oh, how dare them ghetto our show, and this is what I'm talking about, and uh-huh, low living this, and this is ghetto, and yada, yada, yada. Nothing about that, regardless if Joe Budden has said some disrespectful shit, because we do know that Joe Budden got a fucking mouth. <laughs> he definitely got a mouth. But regardless of what the situation was, it still was deemed this was not the time nor the place because at the end of the day, this is to celebrate black excellence and that's the cause. And at the end of the day, we are grown individuals and we should be able to articulate ourselves or agree to disagree or know that when a situation is not serving us well, let's stop inserting ourselves into certain places and spaces. And that can be said for a bigger conversation in regards to... Um, black creatives feeling like we don't get our due at the Oscars and the Emmys and all those things but on the flip note you know do we really do our part of supporting the black events or are they too ghetto for us now or have we not even decided to use our resources to actually up the ante on those events and make them even more um, you know dope and black and, and putting the money there so that's a whole nother conversation and we'll get to that another day but I said all that to say I think it's just interesting to look at how we have all put a pacifier on this. I love Will Smith. I think he is dope. I think he's creative. I think he's done a lot for black culture. And I think he's done a lot of things for people. However, I feel like he was the prime example of somebody who has not finished doing their self-work. I don't think Jada needed to be defended in that way or that right. I feel like if anything, you brought her more humiliation. I don't think that cleared anything for you. I think that was the slap that he wanted to do to all of us for the memes and for the jokes and for the posts and the videos and the entanglement this and the entanglement that and it being brought up time and time again and being publicly publicly humiliated by your wife and whatever conversations that y'all have private were made public and you and August Alcina, I think we got a culmination of all those things and he took that moment to take it out on Chris Rock. I don't think it's right. You can say what you want to say. You can say, ooh, if somebody was disrespecting a man or a woman that I love to that magnitude, blah, blah, blah. I hear that, right? But let's be clear. Some of y'all have already disrespected and dishonored the person that you love publicly and in private. So where do we start there? Do, are you getting slapped behind closed doors? If that's what we're going to rule things by, whenever you disrespect it, let's slap motherfuckers. Okay, great. So if that's the rule of thumb, then a lot of y'all motherfuckers should be walking around here with hella handprints. Because let's also be clear. We didn't go looking for their dirty laundry. They delivered it to us. So at the end of the day, when you do public things, you're going to have public conversations on it. And that's the part about fame and fortune that you have to be careful about because you want the public's adulation. You want them to support your music. You want them to know your story. You want them to know you're a real person. You want all those things. So how do you let people know you are a real person? You have real stories. You have real things to relate to if we really don't know your business. So then when people do know your business, the, the, the other side of the coin is that it doesn't always feel good. People aren't always in agreement. People don't always like the way that you have represented yourself. And that's okay. But I think it's very interesting in this heat of the 
the conversation for the people who cannot see because I can see both sides of the conversation equally. So I'm not coming at this conversation saying Will is 100% wrong. I'm going to get to Chris in a minute. I do feel like, though, you know, when it comes to gays and, and, and there's a fight with the gays, if they was at an event, oh, this is why we don't invite them. They can't take them nowhere. You know, when women and when they're having their moments in reality TV or somewhere in public, it's like, ooh, they just so ghetto. They can't never, you know, uh, take the emotion out of a situation, yada, 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 woo, woo, woo. It's a time and a place for everything. You want to knock this man head off, get in contact with Vince McMahon and make it a WrestleMania match. Do a charity boxing match. Have a conversation with this man afterwards. This was not the time. It was not the place. And it just seems like misappropriate anger. That's the way I feel about it. That's how I see it. Now, on the flip side, you do have somebody like Chris Rock, who I must say, I'm not a fan of Chris Rock. I never have been. To me, he seems like a mean-spirited comedian. He does seem like the type of person who targets people. He does seem like the person who, you know, probably says things that he shouldn't say. And... That's just always been my take on him. I've never been a person who's just here for him. However, I feel like at the state in the game, at the elevation in the moment and where we are right now in 2022, that was inappropriate. And it was so many other ways to go about that to where you don't even have to put physical hands on this man. And I just feel like it's a time and a place for everything. And I'm just going to score wrong place, wrong time, wrong person. It just was not... Um, it just wasn't the time for that. And I just feel like no matter what happens in that moment, it definitely shows a split on how people view certain things. But just think about it. The, the way I'm thinking about it is when you get frustrated, when you get mad and angry, are you just walking around up to people and slapping people? Because let's be clear, a lot of us are walking around with so much pressure. You got family, you got friends, you got your relationship. Then you got health issues that you got going on. You got other people's issues that they're bringing to you. If you own a business, you got to address those. You got to deal with those. So everybody has a boatload of shit that they're carrying every day that you know nothing about. And then you get a conversation with somebody in Walmart that pisses you off. You can walk off. You can say your piece. Are you but slapping her in the Walmart is that gonna make your day any better? I don't think so because then it would be inappropriate, and then it's a what? It's a big ass lawsuit in the words of Junior King. Shout out to the Jamie Foxx show. So, at the end of the day, that is so interesting to me because we don't walk around in our everyday lives just slapping people for answers and results. Let's be clear, had that even been a rapper in today's current society, I bet money security would have been on stage instantly. On the flip side, had that been Jimmy Kimmel instead of Chris Rock, I don't even think it would have happened. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I don't think Will Smith would have slapped Jimmy Kimmel. I don't think he would have slapped Steve Harvey. I don't think he would have slapped Bernie Mac versus Soul, Cedric the Entertainer. Damn, I know not D.L. Hughley. Baby, let, let's be clear. Ricky Smart, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine. But let's be clear. Dave Chappelle, are you kidding me? Seriously. A Monique, Adele Givens, Lunel, Chris Rock is the example you made. Really? You would do that to Chris Tucker, Earthquake. There's so many, Nick Cannon even. Like, I just feel like that would not have happened to none of those people I just named. I'm just being a book. I'm just, I'm just saying you can cash it in how you want to. And I just feel like this is a real moment for us to evaluate and think. You know, we all love Will Smith. And there's nothing wrong with loving black people. You know, I think we have that very... I think we're, we're taught that at an early age, too. And 
this might seem a little off topic, but it's right in the moment. You know, a lot of us are carrying around hurt and pain that we felt as children. And as an adult, you still don't have the courage. You still don't have the freedom to address and acknowledge those things with your parents because you feel like you addressing how you feel is disrespectful. And let's be clear, it's not. It's getting clear on it. And so we love people through the hardest and hardest of times, as we should, but we don't always give them the truth. We don't always give them the tough love that they need. Instead, we, we kind of condone and um, make bad behavior okay. And then when it shows up and it happens to us, now we need somebody else to see it on our side. But if we just do things at the, as a rule of thumb anyway, we kind of won't have this problem. It's kind of like how many people crack jokes about the R. Kelly situation for years. Let's be clear. There are memes. There are songs. You can go back to reality TV. You can go back to sitcoms. Everybody was cracking a joke about the R. Kelly situation. And you knew what was going on with that. You knew it was rape. You knew it was unethical. You knew it was some something wrong in the water with that. We high-hired about it for 20-something years and then decided to care. And then to say, hey, you know what? Women should be respected. So that's hashtag Me Too movement. This, I know that's just a piece of it. I know it's not the whole movement. I know you ain't got to educate me, boo. I know. But I'm, I'm, I'm using that as a moment to say we pick and choose when we want to care. We pick and choose when we want to care because when we love people so much, we sometimes cannot even do it. We, we just can't say, you know what? That's wrong. I love you. I support you. I think you are great. But that is wrong. And that representation does not, it, it, it don't represent what you're trying to put out. Then for Will to get up with this whole speech, which was a beautiful speech, talking about love and after you didn't slap somebody. Hmm. How many of y'all going to church? Hey, we just had the sex scandal with the, with a preacher who literally was talking about homosexuality. And here he is getting his dicks up. Hello. Are you going to this church on Sunday? Absolutely not. Oh, okay, but we're not going to call a spade a spade. See, that's what I'm saying. We got to pick and choose on what we're going to be. Are we going to be good stewards of one another and hold everybody accountable? Are we just going to bullshit us? You know, let's just bullshit us. That way, you know, you got people like Kim Kardashian who can come up and disrespect black women. But yeah, oh, I love what they do. Did you love it when the sister did it? But when she did it, she was ghetto as fuck, huh? Mm-hmm. We see, it's that pick and choose moment. Bill Cosby was Bill Cosby. Don't get me twisted. He did a lot for pop culture. He's very well respected as a television character. But we don't know these people behind closed doors. So for so many people, you you feel so attached to your childhood and who he was on television that you cannot see or understand the fact that he might have been a whole nother way behind closed doors, off camera. See, you got to watch that. You got to watch that because we don't fucking know. Because in those moments, we're fans. So we only see what people show us. And in those moments, when evidence actually comes to us on, on, on behalf of people who we feel are so beloved, we can't even take it. Oh, I know that ain't, oh, I know not my auntie. Oh, I know we, oh, she would never do that. D- do you know? Because some of y'all just stole some shit, but you ain't never told nobody. Hello. Does that make you a thief? But I bet y'all the same one. Oh, I ain't never stole. Cause don't get me on, don't get me started on church people. You know, I'm I'm a church person, so you know, church people are notorious for telling you and shaming you for shit that you have done or that you're currently doing that they have done. Y'all don't hear me here in this line. Anyway, I want you to leave a comment. I want to hear about what you guys think. Are you on Chris Rock's side? Are you on Will Smith's side? Do you feel like the slap was justified? I want to hear 
from y'all do you feel like chris rock took it too far and that some jokes are just off limits and i get it comedians are definitely um oh it's 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 hit and miss sometimes it works and sometimes it don't so i definitely get it and people don't like to be the butt of jokes and then some people do you know some people actually go to wild and out to get joan and roasted so i totally get it but for people who've been in hollywood for over 20 years ain't that kind of what you expect is to be targeted you're on stage you're that close you're in one of the front row seats let me hear what y'all think do y'all think that comedians can no longer be comedians anymore? Do you feel like they get to still have open dialogue and talk about the times? You know, one of the biggest quotes in time is that the music reflects the time. And the same thing is kind of with comedy and things like that, because they're always talking about serious issues, but in a jokey joke way. So do you feel like comedians should not be able to have that right to, to be comedians? I want to hear from you and I get it. Trust me. We all have been the butt of every joke. So listen, I'm signing off where I know that's right because it was a time where we were oh so fucking wrong. And in this episode, baby, it's a lot of motherfucking wrongs that need to be righted. Woo! In the meantime, in between time, baby. All right. Stay unslapped.